movie rewrite is back with Jake and Cole, and we are going to tackle the last of our four set that were kind of what action thrillers, I guess, with probably, if not the best one, top two of the best ones, Netflix's quote unquote original movie, Project Power from 2020, rated R, it's an hour 53, Jake, we've talked about budgets before with these Netflix movies. Given who is in this movie, what do you think this movie's coming in at? Okay, remember, Wheel, Wheel Man, we're talking like 10, 10 mil. This movie's got Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Two big, big names, big names. Um, I would say 60 just, million. Just too short, dude. Guess. This is reporting 85.1. Yep. Ooh-wee. Yeah, that, that actually makes sense, though. Yeah. With the cast... And and the the quality of this film too. It's like solid screenplay. The fact that these guys of their caliber they signed onto it means that they like the screenplay that much. Like I don't know, you know. It's like <sighs> that's a lot of money. You know, but one thing I think yeah, it paid and one off. thing we've never I think it paid really off. talked about, and I never really have dove into. But I don't think Jamie Fox or Joseph Gordon Levitt are attached to very many Netflix films. But you go back and we talk uh, like Anthony Mackie, he's in quite a bit, even a even a series. Mm-hmm. So I feel like once you're kind of in like the Netflix oh. roster, you're in it. Kind of like a Disney, like a Disney thing. Like once you're in Disney, like I you're in Disney. That. So yeah, yeah, I mean, right. Well, they yeah. know your name. I mean, Jimmy Fox and yeah. Joseph Gordon could probably just go in and out at they, you know, whatever they want. Like they're probably not. Well, we got to do a movie. Right. I'm sure they're picky, choosy, and don't have to worry about it. So Project Power, a former soldier teams up with a cop to find the source behind a dangerous pill that provides temporary, unpredictable powers. What do you think of the premise? You know what? You know what? Before before you answer that question, let's just round this out. I don't care what you think of the premise. Uh Uh-huh. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding, dude. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> we've we've got a dual director set of Henry Yost and Ariel Schumann, and I guess these guys are kind of a duo together. And I'm just gonna go over uh, Henry Yost's director creds. He's got 21, and this is a guy who's done Paranormal Activity three and four. He's got a bunch of shorts, uh, Project Power, and then he is filming something called Secret Headquarters pre-production for apparently the Mega Man movie because we all need that and announced Mega Man movie right (laughs) hopefully they cross over and fight Sonic (laughs) boop 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 and announced something called the Monkey Wrench Gang that I'm not even gonna worry about because I don't it's announced so who knows Uh, written by Madsen Tomlin and so we've got a writer who's also a director and I think the biggest thing, well, I can't say that. Prior to Project Power, he's got a handful of stuff that I don't know what they are. He's written something called Mother Android that I know is on Hulu and stars Gracie, what's her name? Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, her, yeah. Uh, on Hulu. that Yeah, the it's an Android Uprising movie. It actually looks fairly interesting. Yeah. So I'm, I, it's on the list of things to eventually check out whenever I get the freaking time to do it. <laughs> uh, he is writing. He's writing an episode or multiple episodes for a Terminator TV series, and he is writing Mega Man. Yeah, Mega Man. And he's got eleven director credits. So I mean, these guys have been around. So it always goes back to Netflix is allowing some of these artists to cut their teeth on maybe something a little bit more bigger than what they're used to. Right. You know, I don't know if Project Power lets them all of a sudden jump into whoever's making Mega Man and gives them the the cred to do it. So, I mean, that's kind of where we're at. So the DNA of this movie, I mean, especially from the creative side of it, isn't like huge. Like you don't have a super known writer director on it, but it's your star power. Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Dominique Fishback. I don't know who that was until this movie and most of the rest of the cast right. kind of don't know diddly about it yeah me too so but i i all felt i felt like uh the sporting cast was all solid though you know i didn't feel like they were uh weak at all i like the i forget i don't know know who the who played the the other co-star the little girl the teenage girl that is dominique yeah i thought she was solid played her character well yeah Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, she's also, I mean, to me, she's a newcomer, right. but apparently she's been in, well, I guess she's going to be in Transformers Rise of the Beasts, which in post production, Judas and the Black Messiah, The Hate You Give, uh, Night Comes On. So she's got movies and TV, but yeah, just, I, probably stuff I just don't watch generally. Right. So uh, I wouldn't know. All right. So the question I originally asked you, premise of the movie, what'd you think? Uh, the premise, I liked it. I liked that, you know, this pill could give you some amazing power based on just your DNA. You know, it wasn't a given of like, this will do this. Uh, I also really liked that it could make you die immediately. Like, very risky and like, I don't know. I I, I just like the, the gamble of it, you know. I really like too that it didn't go into detail about how it actually worked. You know what I mean? I kind of liked the idea that it was just this thing that did this thing and you just accepted it and ran with it. I don't know. I It was good for me. I don't know. I remember seeing the trailer for this and I guess I'm jaded and have an issue with... I, this is going to sound bad. Originally, I look at this and I go, okay, this is a knockoff superhero movie because we are so inundated with all the Marvel, all the DC, all of that stuff. So I was hesitant and part of that, too, is you remember the movie Push with Chris Evans where they're they're essentially mutants who have powers and do things. Oh, and I'm just like, I, yeah, yeah. I it, remember if, that movie. If it's not, yeah, if it's not a name brand superhero, I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Right. I don't need it because what story are you going to tell me that's different than right. anything else these, these top shelf guys are going to yeah. tell me? Yeah. So when this comes, I was like, freaking Project Power. I'm like, oh, why? Why do we need this? I just, I'm not... No interest whatsoever. Uh-huh. Turned off by it. I don't care if it's got Jamie Foxx or Joseph Gordon. I, I'm out. I don't care. I don't need a superhero movie. That's my mistake. No, I would agree with you. Uh, when I saw it, I just saw that it was on the, the top Netflix. I watched it when it came out, like, just because it was like, oh, people are really watching this. Okay, I guess I'm bored. I'll watch it. I was pleasantly surprised because exactly what you're saying that's what I was expecting. I was like, oh, this is just going to be, oh, another knockoff superhero. Okay, I'll turn off my brain and take it in, whatever. And I was pleasantly surprised. It was that. It was, I'd say it has the essence of superhero, but it's not at the same time, you know? I don't know how to ask this question. Is this a story about the war on drugs? Because I bring it up. And the the movie tries to piggyback off of how Hurricane Katrina wrecked New Orleans. And the people who are peddling this drug are giving it away for free because they're using, you know, the impoverished community or people who want to be experimental with drugs. They're giving it away for free to the dealers. So the dealers are making money off this while all they're doing is like, research these are the we come to comes to find out it's this is their the city's their lab rat well i wouldn't they don't care they're giving it away for free because the overhead of that is so much bigger than anything they'll get of right selling the pill for 500, 500 bucks a pop to the dealer because like this is this is game changing world changing yes. stuff we will allow it to go out just to experiment yes because the government doesn't allow so it is, yeah so so yeah so well a, a, and they can give it to the highest bidder because they're like, well, if we can topple governments with something that allows you to have unlimited whatever potential power for five minutes, and then we can make it to where you have it forever, yeah. what, what's the price on something like that? I'm wondering if this is also some kind of narrative on like the general war on drugs on society. I Like how easy is it to like send that out there? Like, well, we're quote unquote experimenting because we did that with soldiers with methamphetamines and right. LSD. Right. And, I wouldn't say that it's I a commentary know. on the war on drugs. It's literally just perpetuating what we already know. It's it's just continuing all the knowns. We know that, like you said, the government tested on the soldiers, so that was the basis with Jamie Foxx. We know that one of the ways to get around regulation is to just do it underground, a.k.a. drug dealers. Um. The other thing with Katrina, you know, that's a very good point. It's it's very impoverished. It was neglected. And those places that are impoverished are not in 
the like the the main view of the country of the government so you can kind of do whatever you want it's kind of like the wild west but i would say that same premise could have been used with detroit as well any place in the country that's been essentially neglected because there's so much poverty i i completely agree with you like they did it it seems like a very like sound formula in my mind, when I play it out, it's like, yeah, you know, you give it to drug dealers. How do you promote them? Well, you give it to it for free and you say, hey, you sell it for whatever you want. Boom. That's the way to distribute, you know. And then obviously you're the supplier. So once the word gets out, you can you can name your price. And like you say, too, once you start toppling governments, boom, it's game over. Like you're the only game in town. I think it's just playing on what's known. Yeah. Just like playing on the weakness of a society to, I mean, because it is asking that question. If you, you know, the the bank robber who has chameleon powers, mm-hmm. if some, if I'm not trying to be like downgrading any part of society, but if you've got, if you give that to somebody who is trying to make ends meet and like, oh, well, I can turn to a chameleon, maybe I can go rob a bank, as opposed to somebody who's not worried about putting food on the table, what does that person do with the chameleon power? You know, like that is a very good point. It can be good for bad. So, is it going to matter on your like your social status of how you're going to use that? Right. And is that kind of the point it, we're looking yeah, at? Yeah, it. It. I would say you're exactly right. They focused on the impoverished people versus the uh, very uh, rich people because, like you say, what do rich people do? They go have fun. They go party. They go travel. They go do whatever. And what, which is what they do anyways. Maybe for fun, they would dick around. But it's the poor people that are ultimately going to be committing the crimes, trying to get a leg up, using their power to try to increase their, their you know, financial situations, which makes sense. Because I mean, it's in New Orleans. I mean, these drug dealers are selling to poor people that are trying to escape reality. In my mind, we're not really given a time frame of how long this has been going on, are we? No. Like, like from that opening scene where the guy's like, "All right, go, go, just, just go distribute this, get pay whatever yeah. you want for it." To when we have the end of the movie, we don't get a time frame, do we? No, uh, not that I pick up on. The only thing I, the only thing I can think of is it's we're giving the we're given the idea that it's the modern era. That's all I get with because everything is normal. You know, there's no, there isn't besides Project Power. And the actual pill, everything else is normal. It's normal cell phones, normal, normal technology. Yeah, the only reason I bring up like a time frame is because of Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character who's using the pills because he knows like these criminals are using them and, and doing stuff. And so at some point, we don't see, he decides to experiment with it. And so I guess I'd kind of like to know, like, have they been fighting this quote-unquote war on this drug for... Oh. weeks, months, better part of a year. And finally, like, I kind of want to see this scene where he's finally like fed up of, man, I'm tired of getting my ass handed to me. I'm tired of us losing like our brothers because people are taking these pills and they're either blowing up because that's how their body reacts to it. Or they're just out murdering us because they're unstoppable. And so I'm going to try to even the playing field because he's doing it. Yeah. Possibly illegally. No, it is. They kind of address yeah. it and they're like, because yeah. that's when he bring like when he talks to his captain, like every time we try to put a law on it, yeah, something happens. And so like, it's not technically illegal, but it's really screwing up everything. So at some point he decides to take it. Right. I'm like, I guess I kind of need to see just a little bit more on that front of his turn of why he's doing it. I need something drastic to happen to him instead of it's like, I'm just going to do it to well, do it. Well, no, it's like you said, he already stated why he did it. Uh, it's the same reason why cops yeah, are, I guess. are uh, want to use more lethal force. It's like, we're getting killed out there. We got to up our ante, you yeah. know? But like you said, too, with the idea that it's a crapshoot and you might blow up if you take it, I would be curious to see how that played out in his mind of like, okay, and that's the other thing, too. You have no idea what your power is going to be. So you possibility blow up dead immediately. Or you get a power that isn't isn't any good for anything if you're a cop. It might be fun if you're just a citizen, but you might have the power of uh, yeah. swimming underwater. What what good does that do in the streets, you know? Well, you're in New Orleans, so maybe. But I'm talking like city, so yeah. 
<laughs> I, yeah, I know. I, if I, you're, I, if, yeah, if you're Coast Guard, boom, that'd yeah. be money. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That would be kind of interesting if it would have just gone back a little bit, and it would have, if he would have chosen to take it like right before then, or maybe we saw him do it. You know what I mean? With the with the bank yeah. robber, maybe that was the first time. No, because he knew who uh, was bulletproof. I think. Yeah, he knew. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I just need. And and how do you do, how do you find out that your skin is impervious to anything after you take that pill? Because there's no physical change. You're just like, okay, well, I well, took there, it. Now. There was physical change. What? That was what they zoomed in on. Well, after he got shot. No, though. no. There's physical change while he or right when he took the pill. It showed him turn into like kind of scaly. Oh, well. At a microscopic level. Okay. Well, yeah, but you're not going to see that unless it's microscopic. No, no. But I, that's what I'm saying. Even but he, that's what I'm saying. They were ju- just trying to show us what he was feeling. Okay. That's that was my take on it. Anyways, I was like, okay, this is what he's feeling, and we have to zoom in to see it because otherwise he's not saying, "Oh, I took this pill. I feel like this," you know. But like you said too, like, what would that feel like, and how would you test it? Like, take a knife and stab yourself? I'd do that. Be like, I think I'm super shielded. I'm going to try it. Well, I haven't blown up yet, so I can do something at some point. Keeping that in mind, the rules of the movie are telling me they are using basically animal DNA into some kind of cocktail that goes into this pill. I don't know if like it's individual DNA that's put into a pill and it's just luck of the draw, but that can't be true either because you always have the same power. It's not every pill is different. You were yeah. you were assigned it's, it's that no matter, no matter the pill. Yeah, that's my understanding. Okay. Yeah. So it sets up the rule saying it uses animal DNA, and so you can do, you know, at one point they talk about the octopus and chameleons. That kind of justifies our bank robber guy, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. We'll put I'll put feelings aside of, <laughs> of him. Oh, he's the he's best. In this movie. Ah, ah, where's Megan he, Fox? He's in this movie. <laughs> oh fuck. I'm glad he's not in this very much. Yeah. His power is just lighting on fire. What animal is that? Or is that a bad reaction? No, no. Uh, because he's not, because he's getting physical damage. Like he, you can tell his face is messed up from burns. Right. So he's taking the pill and for five minutes he's on fire. So is he, what animal, what animal is that? I don't know. I feel like. What animals do you know? Uh, is it the phoenix? Yeah, yeah, a mythical creature. Yeah, Harry Potter's. So that's Phoenix. how they got. They got yeah. the DNA of him. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Jamie Fox. I was trying to figure that one out too, but it was like when Jamie Fox was just uh, talking about the pistol shrimp, or maybe it was the bad guy talking about the capabilities of all animals or something. And something was said about six thousand degrees hotter than the temperature of the sun or something. Okay. And I was like, okay, okay is that? Stop, stop. I I don't nope. know what. You're now spreading misinformation, oh, Jake. Okay, we'll jump ahead to the pistol shrimp dialogue he gives. Was that only about the pistol shrimp? Yeah, when he's tied up. Yeah. So this this is strictly a tactic to scare the shit out of this guy. Yeah. So if you're a guy on guard and Jimmy Fox gives this whole thing, like what a pistol shrimp can do, and then says, and what power do you think I have? And then shows the guy the pill right before he's like as a threat. I think I'm letting this guy go. So a pistol shrimp has... Man, I don't want to give you all like Nat Geo on you. They've got two different size pinchers, and one of the pinchers acts as a type of gun. So it allows water to enter a chamber and like the big claw. And when it clamps down, the pressure in a small plunger like shoots out the water at 60 miles an hour. So it'll stun like some prey. And And when the bubble pops, it makes a loud snap. So a pistol shrimp, also known as like a snapper shrimp. They they're not anything like what's in the movie. Oh, and you and you could say, well, his science is all wrong or not. There's no animals like that. But if you're a, a guy who doesn't know what a pistol shrimp is, and you hear this guy talk about it, who's tied up and then has the pill, yeah, I'd be like, okay, well, I don't freaking, I don't need that kind of mess in my life. I'll untie you, sure. Whatever keeps me from getting decimated by you, at right? This point. And I guess the same thing could be said is. uh it's loosely based on animal. And then I could see it from a biochemistry standpoint of when you combine this weird animal trait DNA thing in this configuration to humans, it changes. It's not exactly transitional. Just like the uh, the main drug dealer, he turns into like a giant ogre thing. Again, what animal does that? 
or his daughter that has healing powers, like she can like transfer healing powers to other people. What animal does that? That's called the force. Yeah. That's the force. Um, he's a, he's a and Jedi so for one. me, that's when I was like, okay, it's not directly related. It's similar, but they aren't they're they aren't exact transfers of, of animal like traits, you know. That was my take. Yeah. Even though the chameleon kind of is exactly that ish, but chameleons don't change that fast. They move real slow, you know. So are they? Is the pill doing? What was the? You know what? I hate to bring up Ninja Turtles, but the last actual live action Ninja Turtle. What frustrated me with that one was uh, Bebop and Rocksteady's transformation. Was they gave them this gas, and they're like, "Whatever, like ancestral animal DNA you have is what you'll turn into." <laughs> and in the car, and in the cartoon, like it was combined with like certain animals right. to give that human that makes like, more sense that property, yeah. and so. And this movie, I'm still kind of wondering, okay, so is the pill have all sorts of animal DNA or is it just kicking off something that's already inside of you that is animalistic? I, You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's a weird... Well, like, I think that's, yeah, I don't know. It's like you say, too, it's like uh, we, we're getting hints of how it works, but they never truly explain it. And the capsule itself is so complicated, like... Just looking at it, it doesn't make any sense. It's like half metal, half like glass, I guess. And it, it's like a twist. Are they twisting yeah. these things to make them activate? Yeah, you need to okay, twist yeah. it to All activate right. it. Then it's almost like a nuclear reactor in there. But then it immediately reacts with your DNA and either kills you or turns you into something, gives you a power. Plus it has a microchip in there. I. It's just, yeah, it's so beyond like reality. So I don't know. So here's a, here's a question for you. Is this movie better or worse if... Each pill is designated to an ability, as opposed to every pill will always give you the same ability. Uh, I I don't know. I think uh, they're both pretty similar, you know, because I could see it. I could see it with in the movie premise of like, oh, I need this ability now, and then it doesn't work out in that situation. Yeah. Or you grab the wrong pill and you get the wrong ability in the situation you're you're gonna go into. You know what I mean? It could totally backfire. But the same can be said about this, because yeah. you're stuck with whatever power is, you know, inherent in your DNA. Like, it, you, it, you get whatever power you get. Or sometimes you blow up. I like this idea more, because it is such a crapshoot, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And you're stuck with what you have, versus, oh, here's just power by pill, you know? I want to be super strong right now. Plus, I want to be able to fly and be a chameleon and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know, that's, that's too clean and easy for me, I'd say. So I like the more random. I like random. Well, going back to our issue with, well, my issue with the fire, uh, the Wikipedia has got kind of all the characters lined out, and those that got powers, uh -huh. it shows uh, what they got. So Newt, played by Machine Gun Kelly, he possesses the ability to thermal regulate, uh -huh. and then later on we see a demonstration of this woman who right. has never taken the pill, who can also thermal regulate, but hers is super cold yeah. and they have to put on heat in there so she doesn't like freeze to freeze death. and yeah. she dies yeah she dies like ice just comes out of her mouth like she's just she frozen. she can't control and it. so that no. yeah so and i'm i'm really not trying to like nitpick this movie but when you're establishing rules no. you have this fire guy who can walk around as fire for five minutes and be yeah. okay this woman can do, do ice, but has to have heat on. By that logic, Fire Guy needs to always be like cooled down. No, I would say before he just bursts into flames. For no, for me, it's more random than that. I feel like it's the same premise behind the entire pill, where one person could take it, give it a sweet power, another person blows up immediately. It's a crapshoot. So it's it's all ranges. So you can either have it where it's beneficial to you, or it's still going to kill you. And the other reason I say that is because. I feel like if the movie was longer, they could have portrayed that with uh, another fire guy that just gets burned up. You know, it's too much, consumes him. Just like the, the, the freezing, the frozen girl, you know. In my mind, that's, I don't know. But it is weird how they were like, oh, she needs to be warmed up. But I guess that's the thing, too. It's like when, he, when Newt took it, he was good. It wasn't like he was like, oh, my God, I'm burning up. 
Versus she was immediately, like, shaking, freezing, which is weird, too, I guess. I don't know. So that's a useless power. For her, yeah, because it killed her, so. <laughs> Unless you could be Iceman. You know, not... not, yeah. not uh, and not to get off track of, like, talking about these abilities, but there's a couple of times during this movie, like, it... it I feel like it, it moves at a pretty good clip and is fairly dense. Yeah. There's a couple of times I like had to pause. I'm like, oh, I'm only 30 minutes in. Wow, a lot has happened in 30 minutes. Yeah. Wow, a lot has happened in another like 15 minutes. Holy crap, this is really jamming it in there and, and going for it. So back to the abilities. We're talking Biggie. He's one of the creators of it. It just says he has the ability to rapidly increase his size and strength. He dies just with stuff falling on him. They blow up the underground thing he's in and just gets crushed to death. Tracy, who is Jamie Foxx's character's daughter, her thrust of the move, or Jamie Foxx was tested in the, on in the military with this stuff. His, his genetics got uh, powers and he passed it to his daughter who now just has a power, doesn't need a pill, so she can just heal organic matter. So Wallace was one of the uh, guards and he gets superhuman strength. And this person is saying maybe from a rhino, because he is able to punch down a freaking thick-ass door on a ship. Right. Uh, but he can still take uh, body damage. Someone else gets knife bones. That's from a frog right. uh, who, like, breaks his bones out and they're sharp. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. And then we've got you know, the, the frozen one, the chameleon guy who maybe got it from an octopus or a chameleon. Uh, let's see here who we got. Someone else could regenerate body limbs that are some guy who could... Like was super bendable and right, flexible. Right. That must have been octopus like, maybe. And Joseph Gordon Levitt's guy is bulletproof. And this person say maybe from an armadillo. Oh, that is true. They did show Possibly. the armadillo. I have heard stories of people saying that that not necessarily shooting them, but running them over and they'd be fine. They blow up your tire if they run over dead ones or run over ones in Arizona or something. Like the armor's super tough, I guess, but. A tire is different than I'm a bullet. I'm excited to see one. Oh, you haven't seen one yet? <laughs> Just a little bit. Not yet. I'm hoping. And a possum, right? <laughs> yeah. So the biggest question to this movie, Jake, would you do it? Would you take the pill? No, I'm too, I'm too, I have too much of an aversion to risk at my age now. Um, <laughs> if this was 10 years ago. The, the risk versus yeah, benefit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either I, I get a sweet power or I die. Yeah, like, uh, I'm good. I'll, I'll just not do that. Yeah, 10 years ago, I'd probably be like, yeah, I'll give it a go. But no, at this point, just literally, you might get a sweet power or you might die immediately. It's like, that's eh, too big of a risk for me. How about you? I'm kind of on the same point of view, man. It's like, I don't know. If I know if I know people, are, I here's the thing. If I had friends, like, okay, if five of you took it and two of you exploded, <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Uh, those <laughs> odds don't seem in my favor yeah. of of surviving this is it because you see that there's one of these henchmen who like all of a sudden i'm going to take one for the first time to get into this fight and just boom, yeah at, at the gone. showing like, well, with, the, with the frozen girl yeah one of the buyers yeah and the only way he'd have been beneficial is if he was standing next to somebody that needed to be blown yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's an it's an interesting question. If you could have un, if a potential power for five minutes, would you do it? And that it's, you know, it sounds great, but like, that is such a short amount of time because they're always setting their watch, especially Joseph, you know, his, his character, Frank, because, like, I'm bulletproof. So if I'm in a firefight, I've got five minutes to do what I need to do and then find cover or take another yeah. pill. And the one thing that this establishes is apparently you can OD right. on him because Mr. Machine Gun Kelly pops three and he freaking up. explodes, goes supernova. Yeah. yeah, he explodes. So that also brings the question, could Frank, Joseph Gordon's character, take three and be bulletproof longer? Or like, or is it, or are you just like bound to blow up if you, take too many because they just say he od'd right and i that makes sense to me like the the human system can only take so much or whatever this stuff is just like anything i mean we take we get too much at any one thing and we we die so yeah i well that's another thing too i'm like okay you have three why not just take one more why all three that when i saw that i was like really huh okay yeah, one's enough, but I'm gonna I don't take know what he was three. To go yeah. for. Instead of lasting fifteen minutes, I'm gonna 
take three and get three times the power or something, you're already flame. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you took three, it just automatically gives you 15, or is you just more powerful no, no. for a five-minute well, well, stretch? It, it kills you is what it does. <laughs> you just OD and die. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. But Okay, was it weird that one of our main characters, Dominic Fishback, who plays Robin, who is a peddler of this drug, who is the cousin to Machine Gun Kelly's character, who is also kind of a snitch slash dealer to Frank... That she never takes the pill. At some point, like towards the end of the movie, like she's got to take it, right? And she's going to be like some ultra powerful something and in this fight, which oh, never happens. You bring that up, and that never even crossed my mind for some reason. I guess maybe, maybe because during the movie, she had talked about it with Frank and with Jamie Foxx's character about like Jamie Foxx was like, you've done it before, right? I'm, I'm sure you have your dealer and she's like no 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 like i'm just trying to make money for my family i think her premise is the same as ours it's like the risk versus reward it's like why would i risk dying immediately when i have my mom i need to take care of and i'm a high school kid yeah she's like i if i died my mom has yeah. no one but if i can because technically like is it illegal no like, she's selling it. Like, they act like no, it's illegal, it's, it's, but, I mean, she's selling it, so she's making the it's money. It's technically so new. It's it's like, you know, any drug that's brand new, it's so new they haven't even written laws to prohibit it yet. Because that's what Joseph Gordon let it. Uh, Frank's character, when, he, when his captain took his badge and gun away, you know, he brought that up. Mm-hmm. He was like, it's not illegal. It's frowned upon, but it's technically not illegal. It's too new. I guess that gives you a time frame, too. This happens super fast. Like, here, here's this yeah. power drug, dealers, d- distribution, and then, boom. Like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like, yep, worth the risk, going to take one, see what happens. I don't know. Would you get a montage of, like, a bunch of 911 calls coming in of people being like, yeah, my buddy or someone took a pill and now they're this or they're that yeah. or they blew up? And I think... Honestly, you put that stuff out on the street for a week, and the cops are like, hmm, yeah. interesting. Because yeah. I, I would say... Y- you got to figure it exactly. out. Exactly. I would say I wouldn't be surprised if this all happened within the span of a few months. Because if you distribute on the streets and people are popping pills immediately and getting effects immediately, like, yeah, a week, I would say, is all it would take to be like, yep, there's something going on here. What is this thing, you know? What's going on? I don't know. Maybe not. I guess that's the that's the fun thing about this uh, movie too. I enjoyed is there aren't like hard hard dates. There aren't hard like time frames. It's like all very like loose, but believable. I don't know. For the structure of the movie, like how did you feel it went like uh, story wise, like giving us information as we go because we're introduced to our characters, especially the major played by Jamie Fox, interrogating Newt and. You know, wrap. You know, getting his clothes wet, his jacket wet, wrapping him up, put him in the tub to try to douse him out to interrogate him before he blows up. You know, and later we find out about his military background and him searching for his daughter. And now that I'm looking at Wikipedia, it says he possesses the ability inherited from a pistol shrimp, being able to launch powerful heat waves from his body. Ah, I don't know if the internet confirms that that's a uh, power of the of the shrimp, but okay. I could see it it's from, like you're saying, the propulsion of water would be friction and that would generate heat, but not to the extent of what they're saying. Oh. Like, obviously, like, in the movie, it's portrayed that his, the energy that he releases literally vaporizes matter and water. And that, when I saw that, I was like, that's like a solar flare. That's no animal does that, you know? But at the same time, I'm like, eh. I'm I'm in movie time. Like, keep it going. This is entertaining. I mean, this is saying that the uh, the bubbles can reach 210 decibels. That is louder than an actual gunshot, which is around 140 to 175 decibels. So, if anything, he would have like it would destroy everybody's hearing. Yeah, he would be like have high decibel powers. <laughs> <laughs> Make everybody. I mean, even go this deaf, article I'm uh, looking at. Yeah, even this article I'm looking at even acknowledges the fact that Jamie Foxx, his character in Project Power, has the 
pistol shrimp. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just haven't looked hard enough to see that they generate some kind of heat. No, I, but... I think it's that, I mean, al- already that we've talked about multiple characters, they're loosely based on animal powers, but there aren't animals that have the same type of powers. Like everything is accelerated or enhanced in these human powers, you know, like you're saying, like the, the octopus. Yeah. They change color to their surroundings. Same with chameleons, but those animals aren't running. You know what I mean? They're not moving super fast and changing, you know, or there's the Phoenix is the only animal I know of that, you know, lights on fire and then nothing I guess the only one is that frog, the frog with the broke with the spikes. Yeah, that yeah. one was mm-hmm. like exactly the same as the animal, but a lot of them weren't weren't exact. You know, they were like loosely based on animal abilities. Well, looking at this quick thing from Wired.com, it says that the collapse of the bubble generates for a split second temperatures of eight thousand degrees Fahrenheit, nearly as high as the surface of the oh. sun. So oh. maybe okay, maybe this is more maybe this is more wrapped in science yeah. than I thought. All right, good for you guys, yeah, man. Yeah, good research. Yeah, I guess I'd want the power of the of the pistol shrimp. Yeah. Sure. All right, this movie's legit. Okay. Okay. It was well written. They did their research. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Completely I'm based on science. Far, like, this was pretty much a documentary. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> based on real events, it's fine. It's fine. Still not sure how a guy can thermoregulate into fire and someone into ice, but we'll let that slide. We'll just forget those. I mean, I I guess you could say firefly, maybe? No. Like, you get the the power of Fireflies are bioluminescence. That's not actual heat. Can you imagine getting a bioluminescent power? sweet. All you do is... All you do yeah, is glow. Yeah, what a glow. I guess you'd you'd be able to hit the nightclub. Well, not only that, but a dark alley, a cave, a dark room... You look like an alien. Yeah, but you'd be able you to see. Like you'd be able to see everything. It'd be amazing. Oh you'd be your only. <laughs> you'd be your own glow stick. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Oh, <laughs> wow! Cars wouldn't hit you because you'd be glowing. Ah, oh, it'd be great. <laughs> I can ride my bike in the dark for yeah, five minutes. For five minutes, car. yeah. That's my superpower. I'm a superpower. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Oh, could you? You know, and that's. <laughs> You're you're around with all your buddies, and you're like, "What's your what's your powers?" And like, some of them got really cool ones. It's like, do you lie about it if it's lame, or say I've never taken I would it just, and I never will, and stand your ground? I would no. Would lie. I would just tell them if it was really bad. I'd I'd tell them for for the laugh, you know. <laughs> um, uh, another one too, like one that is like inherent in superheroes is the ability to fly. Never in this movie. Did I hear any hint at anybody's ability to fly? You know? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, at one point I was kind of waiting for that, but... Never saw it. I'm glad they kept it a little more grounded and like, nah, it's just going to (laughs) be... More grounded, nice. (laughs) (laughs) More grounded. (laughs) More like land-based or something. Yeah, it was all terrestrial because there's nothing about aquatic. I guess there was the amphibians with the frog, but... It wasn't water-based. It was all terrestrial stuff. We just talked pistol shrimp, dude. Oh, true. And octopus. Uh, Where have you yeah, been? but they were... The reason I say terrestrial is because humans are never in the water. Well, okay. Versus those no, animals. True, but that's not what they're saying in this movie. We spring. In this movie, they're saying pistol shrimps are completely terrestrial. <laughs> so are octopus. No. Octopus run. the power of the blue whale. Yeah. Blue whale powers, please. Just being enormous. You just and not big. be able to survive on land. Move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you just... die because of gravity. <laughs> you don't have the support of the water. Okay. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you bring up the one guy who like grew, like there's nothing that says like you stay within your body frame, like proportionate to anything like that guy who like grew almost looked like a really bad Jekyll and Hyde from... League of Extraordinary Gentlemen for yeah. a second. I was like, well, this is kind of He lame. looked like he, he had died, yeah, so like, okay, good. incredible like tumors growing all over him. Like he w- he was the elephant man or something. Um, yeah. When you can't get and you can't get crazy with powers like you bring up flying. Yeah, we have birds and th- you know, that can fly. But you're not going to have like laser eyes. You're not going to have like a Superman with you laser could, eyes. You could have out there. True, but you could have night vision. 
like a nocturnal animal. Well, yeah, but I'm or, saying or like, like a bat, you yeah. could have sonic location, just like uh, aquatic animals too. Sonic location, yeah, that'd be cool. But at least this movie is is attempting to keep it within the realm of real. Like, there's no animals that shoot laser beams. There's yeah, no but there's no animals that burst into animal flames that... or or become super. No, they thermoregulate. They thermoregulate, but thermoregulating that, isn't okay, like I know. becoming the source of the cold or the heat. Okay, that is that's probably one of the missteps of them like establishing like this power yeah, realm. Like, I agree, but we're gonna have someone burst into made, flame and it was freeze fun it. though. Yeah, it was where? fun though. I I enjoyed it the whole time. I wasn't like this isn't real. I was like, oh, okay, cool. A frozen and a on fire. Real. Uh, I don't know. We've got Iceman. We've got Pyro. We've got all the X. Yeah, yeah. Just need Cyclops and need. Storm and Wolverine. Oh, we did have Wolverine with the with the uh, vampire frog or whatever it was. Oh yeah, the claws, the the bust, the, the bones bust yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad they didn't go like extreme with it. So there you have it. I think. I think this movie is actually pretty decent considering what we have talked yeah. about. Um, having having said that, is there anything you want to add? Like, I think this movie like goes at a pretty good clip. It's got some mystery. It's got some intrigue. There's some cop work. It brings up some interesting issues. Uh, the ending is is fine. It, it's a very contained cast. I mean, overall, I enjoyed it. I was pleasantly surprised and kind of mad at myself that I brushed it off so quick of just being a low-grade, dumb superhero knockoff movie right but it makes sense why you'd go uh have that premise because i had that same idea too going into it i was like "Ah, another superhero knockoff movie whatever but like you say too it it was it kept a really good clip uh it didn't skip over too many things where you just like i'm confused what's happening or they tried to make it overly complicated it was like that nice middle ground and then solid cast you know i don't know it's just I didn't really have that many critiques of it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, I don't know. It was just pretty, pretty solid. One, one critique I had was when jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character Frank was tracking uh, what's her face's uh, mom's phone. How does that? That was a good. How does scene, that though. work though? Find my phone. Yeah, but if if it's not his phone, how does that work? That only works in my mind if you're on the same network. He's a cop. Cop magic. You're okay, it. okay. It's cop, uh, <laughs> cop magic. Another thing I was wondering was... It's fine. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. In the opening scene, when... Uh, or not opening scene, but one of the early scenes when Jamie Foxx goes to Newt's place, the hotel, and uses the string trick to unlock the chain lock of the door, I thought that was... That wasn't a hotel, dude. That was the projects. Oh, Okay. Yeah, but I did, I noted that too. That was pretty cool. How he kept the door from shutting all the way. Yeah, and yeah. Strung it up. I yeah. It gives us a background. Like this guy knows what he's doing, but we don't know why he knows what he's doing or why he's doing what he's doing. I, I do like the premise too. How but, they gave misdirection when Frank was like given given feeding the fed the information. Oh, this guy's the source of the power pill. You need to take him out. You know, and then we see uh, Jamie Foxx doing his thing. You're like, oh, yeah, he's clearly like has an agenda. He knows way too much. He's too skilled. Like something's going on. And for me personally, Jamie Foxx's truck. I grew up with that like pretty much exact same truck. Nissan pickup with a hard (laughs) tonneau cover brought back some memories right there. (laughs) I didn't have a sweet. How many people did you kidnap? Oh, yeah, yeah. And when, when he was, like, slamming the mm-hmm. tonneau cover on her, I was like, yeah, those things are heavy. <laughs> it's a small bed. <laughs> oh. So, basically, we're kind of uh, enjoying this movie. Yeah, I mean. We, we enjoy it. We, we, we came down on the good side. Yeah, any, any critique, I don't know. It's not big enough for me to care about. I'm like, eh, whatever. It's easily digestible, well put together, good pace. I enjoy the two main characters, which isn't necessarily guaranteed that I'll like the movie, because based on previous movies we've watched, but ah, this is good for me. I don't know. I'm usually game for a Jamie Foxx yeah. film or Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. film. I, I can't think of anything right off the bat where I'm like, oh, that was terrible, and they were in it. I mean, right. 
not all the roles they do are like super A plus work, but I mean they got enough screen presence to carry it. And I I was engaged with Jamie Foxx's character because he I thought he played it well. Right. I I don't know. It's gonna be one of those things. Either like the actor or you don't, and that's always gonna sour you on the acting. Maybe. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I've like I've liked them both, but. Jake, you want to talk about the uh, flip side of that? Yeah. With some, uh, Let's get some critiques. Some real viewers. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> One Boy. star. The Boy, worst movies. movie ever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Uh, One star review. Bad fan fic plus social justice agenda equals this garbage. <laughs> Project Crap would have been a more apt title for this film falls squarely into the category of, well, there's X hours wasted I'll never get back. You know what? I already know he spelled a word wrong in this. So I'm just going to move on. I fix it for him as I read it. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it wouldn't have worked. But whatever. Oh, someone does go in here and says that there's a Wilhelm scream that knocked it down to a one star. I did hear that at the end. Someone was getting killed and they did the Wilhelm scream. What is the Wilhelm scream? It's oh my gosh! You're gonna have to Google it. I you can't, can't even, even do it. It's it's in movies it's everywhere. It's just the normal scream. I, no, it's once you hear it, you're like, oh, that's what it is. It's been popular and it gets inserted into movies all the time. I can't even. I'm not even gonna attempt to uh, to do it. Okay, this one's a little bit longer, but it hits on some points that I think we could talk about. It's called uh, belligerently unoriginal. This film is a lazy rehashing of Netflix's Bright which I still haven't seen, with just enough of limitness, limitless to push it over the oh. edge into the belligerently unoriginal classification. True. <clears throat> he continues, or they continue, the cop slash detective war on drugs archetype did not blend well with the misunderstood lower class with unique abilities model that Netflix seems to enjoy. Is that just a straight comparison to Bright? I guess I'm going to have to watch that. Right. I don't know. I don't know what they're talking yeah. about. Like Netflix has it out for lower class people. But anyways, originality aside, there is an abundance of other issues with this one, especially considering that they had literally 85.1 million to work with. All right. And then some bullet points. Joseph Gordon-Levitt in a Saints jersey on the hunt for a little girl to buy more super drugs from so that he can even the odds in the fight against the super drug manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly, acting, <laughs> quote unquote, acting. That's that dings it. Fair enough. Uh, Robin is actually twenty nine year old woman playing a child. That's kind of weird. They do that she's all the 29? time. She's twenty nine. No. Apparently, I did see that somewhere else too. Like she's got, yeah, she's Whoa. she's older playing. I didn't know she was. Yeah, no. When you said that, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's how all shows and movies are. Older people play younger characters for yeah. the most part because yeah, that's yep. you want better acting. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize she was that old though, playing a 17 right. year old, 16 year old, whatever. Yeah, holy crap, pretty weird. Uh, Jamie Fox running around with PTSD, looking for the source constantly slipping in and out of reality like a deranged lunatic no he was it's ptsd oh bro uh, he went from kidnapping a child and threatening to kill her family to kissing the same child on the head and wishing her well as he drove into the sunset victorious yeah this clown described himself as a pistol shrimp no joke that's, that's his that's power the power he got and people change Anyways. as they get to know each other and become allies like have you never watched a movie before? <laughs> I guess not. Uh, Supervillain scientists in search of angel investors to fund their dream of creating a population of substance abusing super beings. I think the point of getting the investors was to not need the pill anymore, right? Yeah, they're, they're they trying, trying to, to transition to, the to, research to a new phase of humanity. They're trying to evolve it into what his Tracy is, what Tracy has. She was born with that ability. And she has it all the time. Yeah. That's what they're trying to go for. Yeah. So, and market it. Yeah. I thought that was the point, but uh, maybe maybe we missed something. All right. So this guy, this person ends up saying, at the end of the day, it was just flat out. It just flat out wasn't entertaining. The acting was incredibly incredibly weak. I felt no connection to any of the characters. The story was empty and directionless. So I just couldn't get behind the narrative. Bad film. <sighs> okay. Okay. I mean, I guess. I mean, I hear what they say, but I don't really see that but okay 
This this one I'm only hesitant to read, but I'm going to read it anyway. It, it's short. Uh, they just entitled it "Not a Good Movie." My first review got removed because I criticized rapping. Apparently, what a joke. Anyways, <laughs> terrible movie, terrible casting. If I say more, I will offend the SJW religious police. So I'll stop here. SJW. <laughs> yeah, the the social justice warriors. Oh, okay. I guess I don't. I, <laughs> I don't know who's monitoring one-star reviews for social justice stuff. Yeah. Sure thing. But most of these are just really, really simple. Like, just awful. Just terrible. Just nothing to it. Awful all the way around. Nothing great. There was one that says that the soundtrack was good, which I would yeah. agree with. The rapping and the other stuff in this was pretty good. Again, that's, our one-star reviews are kind of always like... Right. They're big haters. Yeah. Did you really watch Well, the other the question, too, is I don't know if you've ever left a review for anything, and I've left a handful in my life. I've never gone back to check if my re- my review is still there. If somebody's doing that, or yeah, what what is that about? If you're leaving a one-star review, what? Like, I better go check and see if my review is still there so people know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> They might just have like a document spreadsheet set up of copy paste, and it's like always the same. Reason. Yeah, like, hated yeah. this movie. Waste of waste of actors. Waste the of worst money ever. Into yeah, terrible movie. rapping. Terrible, 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 terrible. <laughs> okay, here's some uh, full star reviews. Outstanding sci-fi action thriller. Outstanding, top notch. Probably the best movie I've seen this year. It is pretty effective science fiction action thriller. Helped me in small part by the charisma of its three main leads, Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Dominique Fishback. The plot is pretty good. I like that didn't over-explain things and just let the nature of the source of the superpowers just come out in the various parts of the movie. The surprise reveal of each of the superpowers also added much to the make much to the make the movie very entertaining. A must-see for me. Yeah, it so. agrees with a lot of points I've said, yeah. Uh, surprisingly good. Netflix usually makes terrible movies. <laughs> this is act- this is actually one of, if not their best big movie. Better than Bright. Like Amazon's The Boys, it's a if superpowers were in the real world. Hope there's a sequel or two. Yeah. They they kind of yeah, they they could do like a prequel thing, go into more of how they made it. They could go into more of Jamie Foxx's coming uh you know, his time, experimentation, as well as what do they do after this? Because whoever's ultimately making this, I don't know. You'd think that they, I guess they kind of killed everybody, huh? Well, that's just it. Like, the boat gets yeah, sank. with the scientists that sunk. came up with how to do this. You could, I mean, yeah, there's probably little things you could toy with of there's still enough pills out there to cause problems. And I'm sure there's a backup scientist who's still trying to perfect it or Maybe he doesn't get it just right, and so the powers are right, worse. I mean, right. there's ideas you can play with. I just, I don't know how you do it. I mean, it, and it's always the question: at what point do you leave well enough alone? Yeah, this is its own contained thing. We don't need to do anything else, and especially if you can get like any of the actors back. It's kind of, it's like, well, then what's yeah, the point? Yeah, call it something else. Yeah, Might as well, you just don't do it. Make it its own thing. Yeah. Uh, just another review. It's just called "Great Movie." People are never satisfied. This movie was fantastic. Don't listen to the others. Go watch it and enjoy. Okay, you got to read. I would yeah, I would that. too. You got to decide for yourself. One thing, uh, you got to you got to read some like mid, some like threes, three star reviews. Some uh, some five star reviews. Let's hit that sweet spot. Oh yeah, some halfway. I liked yeah. it, but not really. I had some critiques. Uh, let's yeah. see here. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Uh, feel like those are nice and balanced. I just can't. I just I just don't like doing the ones that like rehash the whole plot. Right. Which it seems like is the better part of these five stars. It's like, you know what I can do? I can just rewrite a whole plot synopsis <laughs> here and, and rate it like that. Okay. Um, this one's just called Eat a Pill and Be a Superhero. Though plot is interesting, the movie is failed to create impact. Many times illogical situations were created and such things makes us makes us to feel unbelievable story. Yeah, I read that right. <laughs> I don't understand I don't understand till the end that what is effect of such pill because it affects are shown with different, they are not saying, you know what? That was a terrible review. Mm. <laughs> I, I read that word for word. I don't read it. <laughs> Popcorn movie. 
If you like popcorn movies and action movies, you should watch this. The idea of the movie is interesting, and it has one or two good fight scenes. That's it. Uh, they got to go in more depth than that. What's a popcorn movie? This one. <laughs> I mean, what else, what else do you want to... I would agree with that. I feel like that that was very good. Like, I wouldn't give this five or whatever. Ten out of ten? Is this out of ten? No, these are, fi- these are okay. five stars. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's five out of ten, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I would, I'd go more the half to three quarter realm, you know, with this movie for sure. I wouldn't say this is the I'd best ever, an eight. but yeah, I give it like a a seven. Yeah, I'd go seven. Yeah, I think it's higher on the. It's a, definitely above oh, a five for yeah. me, but not quite a ten. Yeah, I would agree. One more mid yeah. review. Only the first act was good. Uh, first act was really good. Visual style and good action. Second act was boring. Third act was disappointing. Thank God they didn't put too much wokeness in it. But overall, very average movie, average plot, average fight scenes, except for the first act. Netflix does that all the time. Great actors, solid first act, then the movie gets boring. Yeah. You know, I, the one, the thing that that I that pops out on me on this is the wokeness of it. You know, there's not, they didn't put too much wokeness of it. And I think at some point, I'm not, a movie's got to have a point right. and make you maybe question some things in life. And it doesn't need to be wokeness, but, you know, if you want to break it down and say, this, this movie asks the question, if you had five minutes to take a pill and maybe get a superpower, would you do right. it? With the undertones of, okay, well, how do you test a pill like this? Oh, you, you test it on the general population. people who are more inclined to do drugs. Yeah. yeah, you, what is what does that do to a society if you've got people who can do this and now you have a divide of people who will never take it because they don't want the risk and then you have i mean in some ways it's survival of the of of the strong because if you take it and you get a power great but if you take it and blow up well then you were too weak for this world maybe yeah or the the pill yeah i think there's some interesting ideas and questions here and yeah i mean for a movie that pushes two hours it and netflix i mean you could easily make this an average runtime anymore, it feels like two and a half hours. Yeah. You could easily do that, yeah. but does it need to be? Like I said before, it's fine. at 30 minutes, I was like, wow, a lot has happened in this yeah. movie. They're trying to push the pace. A lot, yeah. Like, there's a lot going on. Yeah, like, there's really not a slow, like, we're not taking long beats. Like, I feel like every scene had a purpose. Everything was moving us around. Yeah, there's some conveniences and allowances you need to have, but that's almost every yeah. movie. And that's another thing, too, what they're saying is, is this is a middle-of-the-road movie in the grand scheme of movies. But for Netflix, this is on their upper end, in my opinion. Like, this is no blockbuster, like, masterpiece. But for Netflix, this is a solid movie on the upper end. You say blockbuster with Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like, I, part of me is like, I'm so, I wonder if this went to theaters. Would it have done okay in theaters? Or is it just like... It's so superhero saturated. We're not even going to attempt. I think it would have done well because it is superhero esque, and people, even though the, our our current like society is completely saturated with superhero movies, they still make so much money. You're right; it's very saturated, but they are money making movies. People still go and see them, even though they know what they're going to get. You know, and that's why I think this would do well. You hint at superhero, you hint at uh, Limitless, that one review brought up Limitless, and it was like, yeah, this has got, it's definitely taken from that. Uh, One thing that when you're reading reviews and people are so angry that uh, these aren't like pure original ideas, if you go back, you could find inspiration for pretty much every movie somewhere. There is some inspiration that was drawn for the you know, for the screenplay or for the story or something like there's very, very few movies that are purely original. You know, if you go back to something that was made in the early 1900s or something that is so obscure and nobody knows you watch a movie, you're like, Oh, brand new original. And it's like, no, that was inspired by this really obscure movie. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, we did arc. Ark was pretty much a ripoff of Groundhog right. Day, which is probably a ripoff of something else of something else. And, it, you know, so from any, it, it, if you go back to like the starting point, like everything that talks about like redoing the same day over and over again, like there's an original yeah. part to that. Everything after that is not 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just trying to figure out different ways to tell the same stories, a different yeah. story. And I thought Project Power did an interesting like experiment with it of, okay, well, you're not born with powers. You don't have them for long periods of time, but five minutes and it's a gamble. You get something or you don't, and maybe it's good and maybe it isn't, but you got five minutes either way. Yeah. Or unless you blow up, unless you blow Die up immediately. two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things like, and I get it didn't get like super in depth either with the military aspect of it. This is more of a, we're finding the source. We need to shut it down. The implications of this gets out and gets worse. It just needs to stop. Because yeah. this could have easily been like a more military movie. And I'm glad it didn't go like too far into that yeah. track. So yeah, yeah I think uh, I think we're coming down on the side. Like this is a good movie in general for Netflix. And for the Netflix movies we've talked about so far, this is so, up there on, on being you're good. You were saying this is... Uh, number one or number two of the movies we've watched, what is the other movie for you? I still maintain Wheelman is probably is probably the only other one. I mean, we've done Close, Point Blank, Wheelman, Project Power, uh, Ark, Tau, T- The Titan. For love of God, I'm not going to remember <laughs> the other one. And those to me are just hey, forgettable, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Like, And maybe it's because it's the most recent. But Wheelman and Project Power so far are the ones that have held my attention the right. longest and have actually like added something different to the movie experience. Like Wheelman is contained and takes place in a vehicle for the most part. Project Power is asking the question, you had five minutes with the power, what would you do? I would say Would you even do with it? With both of those movies too, for me is something I've noticed, like you brought up with Wheelman, how it was shot. I would say that was refreshing with Project Power. They decided they would go with some different uh, camera angles for some of the scenes. Like the Frozen Girl, they decided to shoot the fight scene from her perspective-ish. It wasn't her perspective, but from inside the container, which I thought was interesting because it's like, I don't need to be out there and see the same fight scene again. They're going to be kicking each other and punching each other and shooting each other. And, you know, it it was nice because it was like, oh yeah, this is different. Or, and same with like in the car of Wheelman. It's like, oh, you know, I don't need to be out there with them. Like, I know what's going on. It gives me, you know, it makes it fresh. Keeps it more interesting that way. For me anyways. Project Power could have used more Frank Gugrello though. Oh yeah, his little quick cameo wasn't (laughs) enough, you know. (laughs) No, he was... (laughs) You know, but I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but part of me is kind of like, well, what if Frank Grillo played the Frank character? Yeah. How would that have been? Like, yeah. I, I don't know I either. Don't know. I, I like Joseph Gordon, but him is like a an action fight. I'm kind of like, Him eh, is like a, a gray area cop was kind of believable for me. I Now that we think about it or are talking about it and I think about it, like, yeah, he was believable-ish. I didn't really buy into it versus Jamie Car- or Jamie Foxx's character. I, I bought into who he was playing, but yeah, Frank, I was like, eh, yeah, you're, you're a cop. I believe that, I guess. And you're kind of gray area cop doing some legal stuff. Sure. I don't know. It was, it was digestible. So I went with it. Didn't bug me I, too much. I think from here on out, no matter, no matter what movie I watch, I'm just going to ask myself. Would Frank Grillo make? Yeah, this should this be played by Frank Grillo? <laughs> should Frank Grillo be in this? Like, all right, Jake. Well, for movie rewrite, I guess we come down on this movie's pretty good. And got to ask yourself: if you could take a pill and be superpower for five minutes, would you do it? Uh would you? Yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm asking the yeah. listener. I'm not uh, you. I don't care what you uh. think. <laughs> you already oh, gave me true, your answer. True. It was no, because I'm too much I'm of a, a chicken baby. shit to do too risky so all right well folks uh hang in there with us we're going to cover more netflix originals throughout the year and uh we'll see how they stack up i think right now we're saying project power and wheelman are the what the the yeah, tops of our likes of this of this so we'll block see how movies, everything yeah. else compares yeah. yeah we'll see how it goes from here on out all right folks well take care and uh you'll hear us later
Let me ask you something, big man. What's the most powerful animal on the planet? Shut up. Some people think it's the lion, because you know they're big. It's actually uh, the pistol shrimp. Little bitty guy. Look harmless, but it hits you so fast. It vaporizes the water around it. 8,000 degrees hotter than the surface of the sun. Shockwaves. Rips the flesh right off the bone. And when it's all over, it's just Mr. Shrimp sitting there eating anything that's left. Yeah. So? So. Get all these powers from animals, right? Guess what animal I got? 